going on everybody is yours truly tj jones and yes i am the host of the therapy cause podcast thank you so much for checking out the therapy cause podcast we are back that's right we took a little bit of a hiatus um you know all the things that were going on in my life uh getting a promotion uh at wlgi where i work out in hemingway south carolina and also um just dealing with the state of the saints podcast uh, the podcast is really taking off um those that may not know uh, i do a sports podcast and i'm a broadcaster on top of uh doing this podcast as well and you know the state of saints podcast the other stuff really just had me going so i had to uh kind of put this one to the side but now you know things kind of subsided uh it's 2023 brand new year right it's time to uh get back into it and this is something that's near and dear to me because this podcast focuses on mental health and mental wealth man and mental health is is so important like you have so many people that deal with mental issues uh dealing with anxiety and depression i mean it can get the best of you i know it does get the best of me at times i mean there, there are times when i'm not as excited like the things that can go wrong in your life and it really just brings you down like completely down and it hurts you it definitely does. Man. And and this is the type of podcast where we talk about those things. Um, you know, what I want to talk about today is I want to talk about parenthood. I want to talk about kids. I want to talk about being a parent. You know, those that may not know, I have a three-year-old son, my son Paxton, and he's the best part of my life, uh, him and my wife. I will say that to anybody. I don't care what type of accolades that I achieve in broadcast, and I don't care how many promotions I get, those two individuals mean more to me than anything or any word that I can put together. And, you know, when, when <laughs> back in 2019, you know, when he was born, I mean, I can just remember there was this brief moment. Um, the, the nurses wheeled my, my wife into the delivery room 
And, you know, they give you the little you know, scrubs and stuff like that that you have to put on for you to actually be in the room. And there was a moment when I was just by myself and, you know, I just had to like breathe in, breathe out. Like this is the last moment that I'm not going to be somebody's parent. You know, it, it's it's amazing. And then when I, I laid eyes on him on the first time and, you know, I seen him come out, I seen he had, you know, all, all all of his fingers, all of his toes and, you know, everything was going fine because, I mean, he was he was born a little bit early, man. He was born, um, he was, you know, of course, you know, you're supposed to, you know, be born at uh, 38 weeks. Uh, he was born like week 32. So he uh, came out, he was like five pounds and it was, you know, a week he had to stay in the hospital. I mean, he, he but everything was fine. You know, it was just some issues about him eating, but he was fine. But, you know, it's about trial and error, being a parent, right? You know, like some things you feel like you <laughs> you are prepared for, and then there are things that you're not prepared for. And, you know, him actually, uh, you know, becoming a toddler, it's been a little rough, man. It's, it's been a little rough, <laughs> you know, because when when they're so young and, and, and the parents that, that got kids, you, you can, you can kind of attest to this, or those that actually watch kids or, you know, responsible for children, you know, like when they're young, the only thing that you're mostly caring about is making sure they don't roll off the sofa. <laughs> like they lay next to you, you know, and all of a sudden, you know, they start to get the little strength to be able to turn over and fall off the couch. But that was like your biggest concern. But now it's like, you know, you have to be concerned with the temper tantrums. You got to be concerned about them being afraid of the dark. You got to be concerned about the fact that they don't want to sleep in their own bed. It's something that uh, <laughs> me and my wife are dealing with right now. But there are so many things that you have to deal with, you know, and when they're a toddler. And, and, and you know, there are times when, you know, he does things. I, I take it way too personal. Uh, I take it way too personal because I feel like it's a re reflection on me. Like when he has these temper tantrums in open forums or, you know, or, you know, at daycare or something like that, you know, like, you know, he had a rough day today and you're so frustrated because it's like, man, you know, what, what am I doing as a parent? Like, am I not, uh, you know, enforcing something enough? Am I not like, you know, being as, uh, you know, straightforward as I possibly can? Like, there's so many things that go through your mind. Right. And, um, you know, it, it took my mom a uh, shout out to my mom, you know, to kind of just tell me, you know, like, you know, you can't take these things personal. It's just, a matter of things that they actually go through, right? You know, dealing with, you know, young kids, like they're dealing with the language thing, right? You know, like they don't always understand fully what you're actually saying and and they actually are trying to communicate with you and you don't really understand what they're actually saying. So there's a level of frustration and things that they have to deal with. You have to understand it from their level. And, you know, there are times where I feel like I can be a little bit selfish and I start thinking about myself, but I'm not really fully thinking about the, the the things that he has to go through and in, in, in involving his development. But, you know, I just take it one day at a time and, you know, things, you know, they're, they're getting better because I'm, I'm learning to not take it so personal and, and being able to kind of sit back and kind of breathe a little bit and, and kind of approach the way that I, I parent a little bit different. Like, you know, the way that I communicate with them, you know, making sure that I, I you know, congratulate them a little bit more than I normally would. Even, you know, I, even though I try to do that, but, you know, I try to be a little bit over the top. You know, I'm not afraid to look ridiculous, you know, in public when it comes to my son. Not at all. You know, so 
um, it, it's a learning process. It, it's it's something that I'm learning not to take myself like so serious because you know I take parenting very very seriously. Um, but I can tell you what, um, there was something that I seen uh, a couple of days ago, and this wasn't a parent taking uh, something serious, man. This is a video that I saw. It, it's, it's making its rounds on social media. And um, it, it's this 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 man. I, I assume that he's the father of this baby, and he's sitting there, and he's smoking marijuana. All right? He's smoking marijuana, and he has his daughter with him. Right. Yeah. He's holding his baby. In, and I just want you to, to to check out this video. I just want you to see this. And, you, and you, I mean, I'm just go ahead and roll. It. <laughs> you know that that video really bothered me it, it bothered me for so many reasons and well number one like if it didn't bother you man you need to check yourself um here you have a, a infant child like being held by a guy and he's smoking marijuana and he's putting the marijuana joint in the mouth of the baby and you can actually hear which is the saddest part of all to me well all of it is sad but you can actually hear somebody laughing in the background like this is a joke. This is the problem I have with this, this society today. I'm going to sound like the old guy, but I mean, I, I have to. Why does everything have to be put on video? Why does everything have to go out into this cyber universe? I, I just don't understand this. Like, and, and then the most important thing. Why would you want to document something this foolish? This foolish right here for for you to document that there, there's got to be something seriously wrong with you if you are documenting something like this. And this hurt on so many levels. Like, number one, I don't know if they have already, but I'm pretty sure they will. Uh, the authorities need to get involved and somebody need to intervene. Like somebody needs to go to jail. Uh, somebody needs to have this child uh, taken away. Like they, they need to get this child out of this, this element because it's pretty obvious this isn't the best element for this child. Number two, there is, there is something that really bothers me. I know so many individuals out here who don't I and mean, can't conceive children. Okay, they 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 can't. Like, they, they cannot conceive children and it, it bothers them. I, I see the stories online. I, 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 I posted this actually on Twitter for reasons because I, I want to be one of those people that actually put this out here so these individuals can be found and they can be taken off the streets. I mean, because clearly, clearly there's something wrong with that. But I put it on there and you had so many people that chimed in and, and they talked about their own experiences. And there was this one guy. Uh, he actually talked about, you know, how him and his wife, they tried constantly to have children. And, and when he sees stuff like this, how it just affects. It affects his life, like because they want so desperately to have children and they can't. There are so many people out here with stories just like that, that will be willing to give this child the love and the attention that it deserves. 
and it don't have to worry about a, a marijuana joint being put in his mouth. Like when you have these type of situations going on, it just breaks your heart, man. It just absolutely breaks your heart because you have these individuals right here. They have an opportunity to do something special. And, you know, I know this firsthand. It, it's an honor to be a parent. Like sometimes you may not feel that way because your kids make you want to pull your hair out. <laughs> but it's an honor. It's an honor and a privilege to be a parent. Like for that kid to look at you like you are the best thing in the world. Even when like the crazy thing about this is. Even though this is like the worst form of parenting ever. If that child cries later on that evening and he picks that child up, the kid, the kid is going to stop crying because he represents a secure place. Like, do, do people understand that? Like when your kids come to you and they're scared and they give you a hug and, and all that fear that they have in you and them, excuse me, goes away like that is them putting their complete confidence in you to say that you are their safe haven, that you are the comfortable spot in their lives. And for them to do something like this, for them to take advantage of that, it just makes me sick, man. It, just, it really does. Like, this is what's going on in society today, man. Like, people just care so much about what social media thinks about every situation. They feel like they got to document every single point of their lives. They, they feel like everybody got to see what they're actually doing. Rather, it's, it's something that is, you know, something positive or something negative. I just think that people just got to stop caring about what people think about so much, right? Like what, oh, man, people, I want to show people that I'm on. I want to show people that I'm actually out here living the best life. Look where I'm at. Look at this hotel. Look at this skyscraper. Look at this. Right? Look, what, look at the girl I got. Look at the guy I got. Look at the shoes I got. All these different things, right? In order for them to try to elevate themselves and make people, I guess, that's looking, the onlookers, jealous. But in what way would anybody be jealous of a situation like this? And it's it just sad. It is just absolutely sad, man. And I just think about, once again, it is an honor to be a parent. When that, when that kid puts their complete confidence in you, it's an honor. And you should never do anything to try to squander that. And this is, this is just a sad, sad situation. And... You know, when I used to see stuff like this, you know, I kind of shake my head and I would just kind of keep it moving. Like before I had Paxton, I would actually do that, man. As crazy as that sound, I would like look at it like it's sad. But, you know, I ain't really just getting mostly invested into it. But until like I actually, you know, had him, you know, I, I it, it hits different. Like when you have kids or or you're a guardian and you're responsible for a child, like it hits different when you when you hear about kids being missing. When you hear about kids being shot, when you hear about kids being put in harm's way, it hits different because you 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 find yourself hugging your child a little tighter. You you have a you have a you know thought in your mind like, man, you know what I'm saying? What would happen if that was to happen to me? If I was that person that was on TV crying because of this tragic event that happened to my child? And I I mean it's just it 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 does trigger anxiety, right? It does like it does make you depressed to know that we live in a society today that people want to publicize situations and stuff like this. I just think that we just need to wake up. 
I think we need to wake up, man, and, and understand the importance of, of parenting and the importance of being able to protect your child and not putting yourself in situations like this. See, this is the type of situation, like this situation is not going to end good for them, right? And uh, you're going, like, this is what people do, right? They What they do is they put this stuff out here and they end up getting caught. They end up getting caught. They end up telling on themselves. There are a lot of people that are sitting in jail right now or, you know, on their way to getting arrested because they publicize stuff like this, right? It used to be back in the day, like, you know, when you do things like this, you, you know, you, you throw the brick, but you hide your hand, right? And everybody in the neighborhood kind of understood. Like, it's unfortunate, but that's the kind of neighborhood I grew up in. Like, you can actually really, truly get harmed, like, for putting information and stuff like that out here. You know, like, it's, you know, it's amazing, like, how people just try to run to try to put their highlights or their lowlights in, in public view. I mean, you had to believe that somebody was going to going to retweet this or they was going to share this enough in order for there to be a possibility of you actually getting arrested. Now, I don't know if these people are arrested as, at the making of this. Um, I'm not too sure about that. But like I said, I know most likely they probably end up, you know, being arrested. But it's it just sad to watch this. It's it just sad to watch this, man. It, it really hurts me to see this. Um, like I said, parent, parenting is so extremely important. It, it is important uh, that you do right by your kids. It is definitely important that you love your kids. And it's, it's definitely uh, important that you be patient with your kids. And this is something that, you know, like I said, I'm learning. I'm learning to be, you know, not take myself so serious and also, you know, just be patient. Not just patient for my kid, but patient within myself. Because, you know, like I said, you can find yourself being extremely frustrated at yourself and, and, and kind of taking it a little bit too hard on yourself and you begin to shut down. Now, this is with any situation, right? Sometimes, like, we, you can take something, like, so personal or, you know, something can happen to you and you can completely shut down. Like, you can completely shut down. You can completely, like, just go off the grid because of a situation that happened to you. You know, I, I always tell people all the time, there's nothing wrong with talking to yourself. I mean, there's, there's, I know people say, oh, if you're talking to yourself, you're crazy. But I say it's good. You can talk to yourself, but just don't answer yourself. Right. <laughs> but now nah, talking to yourself is, is kind of healthy to me. And I'm going to tell you why. Right. When you say something out loud, I feel like in your brain, it kind of registers a little bit better, even though like. You can think these thoughts, but to say it out loud, it's just something about it. It's like you're basically convincing yourself that this is the case. Rather it's good or rather it's bad. Like if you're dealing with, you know, alcoholism or something, right? You know, they, they tell you the first step is to admit that you have a problem. That's why at these AA meetings, the first thing they tell you to do is stand up and say your name and say, you know, I got a drinking problem, right? Because the, you're admitting that there's something wrong and you're admitting out loud. All right. Because it, and also it, it's a refresher. Like it, it's, it's refreshing to know that you have you have identified a problem that is going on in your life and you are willing to do something about it. You know, the worst thing that you can do is try to hide your feelings, try to hide those emotions and 
try to, you know, bury them. You know, you, you find yourself being in an identity crisis. I say this all the time. Like before I, I moved to South Carolina, I felt that I was going through identity crisis. I, I really did. I felt like I was going through an identity crisis. I didn't know who the heck I was. I, I, I felt like I was trying to be what everybody wanted me to be or what people would expect me to be. But it took me to admit those those shortcomings and admit those problems in order for me to fix them. Now, I'm very comfortable with myself. Now, there are some things that I had to adjust. And there were certain parts of me that I feel like had to die in order for me to live. You know, you have to let some of the things go. And I, I had to let some of them go. And one of the things that I almost let go was broadcasting. I almost let that go because I felt like, was I doing broadcasting because, you know, it gives me like this, this level of attention or am I doing broadcasting because I love it? Now, I later found out that I love it, as you all can see. I love doing broadcasting. Like if I never got paid to do this, I would still be doing this. Right. It, it's just a blessing that, you know, this is my job now. But it took me to break myself down and really like kind of say these things out loud. Not only did I, I say those things out loud, I, I wrote them down. Like I wrote them down. Like I wrote down my shortcomings. Like, can, can you imagine doing that? Like, like people are like, man, what's wrong with you? And, and admitting to yourself, like all of these things that you feel like that you need to work on. And I, I had to do that, you know? And then sometimes, you know, I have to kind of go back to the drawing board when it comes to, you know, my marriage, when it comes to, you know, being a parent, you know, like you have to go back to the drawing board, some things that you feel like you need to work on in order for you to be able to build yourself up and to be what you need to be. Right. But one thing that you can't do, you cannot care about other people's opinions of you, because like I said, that will put you in a position where you might find yourself going through an identity crisis. I mean, how is it that you have all of these people that they're TikTok famous, they're Instagram famous, they're they're Facebook famous, they're they're Twitter famous, and then all of a sudden, like you 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 see something going across the timeline, this person committed suicide, or this person, you know, lost their life, like or, or this person was dealing with severe depression, they checked themselves into here. Like, why is it? Because they're dealing with an identity crisis. They, they aren't who they say that they are, and it's getting to them. That's why I tell everybody, like, the, the best thing about any podcast that I do, any content that I put out, I'm unapologetically myself. Like, I'm unapologetically me. Like, whatever. Like, if <laughs> I am who I am, and I'm comfortable with that. Now, there was a time when, and I said this, uh, I did an article for uh, Voyages STL, shouts out to the magazine, and I said it. You know, when I first started doing broadcasting, it was back in 2011, and I started with, shouts out to my guys Joseph Hamilton and my guy James Harris. We started this show called Real Talk No BS. Well, they started the show Real Talk No BS, right? And uh, we were all going to broadcasting school together. I was living in Dallas, Texas at the time. We were going to broadcasting school in Arlington, Texas. And, you know, they were like, man, we got this podcast that we're doing. This was like podcast in its infancy. I'm going to tell you how, how old this was. The podcast, we basically had to call a phone line, right? 
and we was like talking on the phone and people can like log on to the website and they can be able to hear us. But it was like almost like a conference call type thing. No microphones, none of those type of things really going on here with like just phone calls. Right. And you had people like just kind of chimed in. So back in 2011, when podcasting was first starting to come out. But when they asked me to come on, you know, I, I, it, I wondered like for days, like because, you know, they told me like, OK, you know, we're going to do this on a Thursday. Maybe it was like a Monday or Tuesday. But I was thinking days, like, how am I going to approach this? How am I going to do this? And then all of a sudden, there was this guy, and I'm, a lot of people know who he is. It's Charlemagne the God, right? It was right around the time the Breakfast Club first started out. You know, I, I'm seeing him, like, online on YouTube and stuff like that. You know, and he was just coming out here with all these different things. And he he didn't care about what anybody thought. And I just thought that was, like, the best thing ever. So, I found myself trying to be Charlemagne the God. I found myself trying to be a guy who was just, you know, n- you know, no holes barred or whatever like that. So I went into there and, you know, I started doing the podcast and stuff. And, and man, people kind of liked it, but it was just, it was just something about it, right? You know, I was trying to can like top myself all the time. Like I was trying to top what I was trying to do. So I found myself like going into this dark place. And I remember one time I did a podcast and it was a podcast where I would just, man, I was just letting them go. And by letting them go, I mean, I was just using profanity. I was just doing all type of things. And, you know, I didn't know this, but my mom ended up like checking out the show. And like she told me, she was like, you know, you, you better than this, you better than this. And this, this isn't what you want to be or what you should be. And, you know, at first I was mad because I'm like, man, she blowing up my spot. People liking this. Like, I think I did like one show. I was talking to this girl or whatever like that. Uh, and, you know, me and her like kind of got into it. And it was like a really, uh, you know, high wide show, like one of our highest wide shows. And, you know, I was trying to build off that momentum. I was kind of upset. But when I thought about it, I was like, man, she's right. Like, she's right. She's she's absolutely right. Like, if I'm going to be able to make it, I'm not going to make it being somebody that I saw. Because, you know, if I do make it, then everybody's just going to be comparing me to him saying I'm him. Right. And it wouldn't work because that's not who I am. Right. That That's that's the thing. Like when you see these people on social media, like they're trying to top themselves, but they're trying to top something that they're not. The most Comfortable you're ever going to be is being yourself. Like, seriously, like, because the thing about it is you don't have to worry about, you know, the way that you sound or the way that you look, like the way that you present yourself. Like, if you are like, if you stay true to your values, then I just feel like it's just a matter of time before people are going to feel you like it may like I, I think the biggest problem that people face is that they're being this way. And the results aren't getting there fast enough. Like nobody likes a slow build anymore. Like people just want instant success. Like people just want to walk in a room and then everybody just likes them. And here's this big time contract and you just need to do this. And, you know, here come these endorsement deals. Like nobody really loves the slow burn. Like nobody like wants to like sit up here and just build. I won't say I won't say people just everybody but there's a there's a nice sample size of individuals that want it fast they want it quick they they feel like as soon as i put this content out here 
hundreds of thousands of people or millions of people going to like what I'm doing. And then all of a sudden, when that doesn't happen right away, they panic. They fall off the deep end. And even though they may get their followers up and they building up their brand, it may not be everything that they want it to be. And I, I found that out. Like, I, I honestly found that out. Like when people talk to me and they start talking about the podcast and how it's grown and how, you know, I'm blessed and I'm privileged to talk to so many people. And, you know, I, at first, you know, I thought like all I need is somebody that's credible. Like I'm talking about like when I first, you know, started doing it, like I was like, as soon as I get somebody credible, then all of a sudden this is going to be my overnight success. Neither did, neither did I know or little did I know that, you know, you got to constantly build like it isn't you know, the numbers may go up. The, the, the people that you interview, you know, may be more relevant, but that's not always going to put you on. Like when people do these interviews and all of a sudden, like somebody says something like off the top and that puts them on like you got to be able to build off that. Like, yeah, people will pay attention. But you got to be able to build off that. Now, there are very few people that you will get an interview and then all of a sudden, like, it'll go viral and then it just catapults you to, to the next stratosphere. I want to say, you know, a guy like Kevin Samuels did that, you know, God rest his soul. But he did that, right? The whole when he asked the girl to rate herself, right? And that went viral. Then the next thing you know, like, he was being interviewed on some major platforms, right? Sometimes that actually happens. But then there are times where that doesn't happen. Right. And you have to like constantly try to build it. And, you know, you got to respect and love the process. You got to, man, because the process is going to keep you motivated. The process is going to keep you going. And also the process is going to be your story once the book is all said and done. So when, like I said, when people start going off the deep end, when they start, you know, looking at social media and, they start to realize, oh, man, it ain't all it cracked up to be, man. Who am I? Like, am I really this person? I'm not really this person. Like, man, what, what do I have to do to make it? I'm looking at this person right here. Look how many people like this stuff. I'm looking at this person right here. Look, they they got this 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 cosmetic uh, line. They got this uh, T-shirt line. You know, they got this, this endorsement deal. What about me? And all of a sudden, they start second-guessing themselves, and they find themselves going into a deep, dark place. And that deep, dark place can bring you to doing things that you don't want to do. You might find yourself, I don't know, putting a video out of you smoking and putting a, a marijuana joint in your, in your baby's mouth. I mean, it's just we have to find out or whatever you're going through, you're going to have to find out who you are. But whatever you decide and whatever you figure out, just know that when you figure it out, you're going to be unapologetically you. Now, there are goals that I want to reach. There are goals that I have yet to reach. But I appreciate the process. And my wife would tell you, like, I was big on comments, like reading the comments of what people were saying. Um, I would let it get to me. And... You know, it wasn't until like I realized like the how the whole social media thing actually worked that I really just stopped really feeling that way. When I when I started like really starting to appreciate what I was actually doing and I understood like 
I'm I'm not going to be liked by everybody. A lot of people aren't going to agree with everything that I'm saying. It made me feel a whole lot better. Because I think if I would have went down that road, you probably would have been hearing about me. Talking about I'm going off the deep end. You know, like I've, I've talked very candidly in, a, in the past about me having suicidal thoughts. Me thinking about ending my life. Me thinking about, you know, just, I mean, just throwing it all away because I wasn't getting the results that I felt like I should be getting. Right. But what do we deserve in, at the end of the day? Right. What, what do we really deserve? Right. Um, who are we comparing ourselves to? And honestly, if the person that we're comparing ourselves to, are they really what we think they are? That's the that's the big question. And maybe they are. But I, I don't think you should use that in a form of envy. You shouldn't use it as a, a form of you should use it as a form of motivation, right? That your time is going to come around. Stand true to yourself, stand true to yourself, not taking yourself so serious and being able to appreciate the drive, appreciate the drive. I, I sometimes, <laughs> sometimes my wife wants to drive. <laughs> very rarely uh but she she wants to drive and every, every now and then you know i'll be on the passenger side and uh we'll roll through neighborhoods right we'll roll through like the same neighborhoods you know because you, you know we riding and all of a sudden you know i look and i'll be like man you know i didn't know that house was over here i didn't know they was building this i didn't know this was there like it's because you're so focused on the road right you're so focused on trying to get to the destination don't want to miss your exit want to make sure that the person you know don't side swipe you making sure that you don't side swipe somebody making sure that you don't bump into somebody all these things going through your mind in the process of driving you don't get the opportunity to look around right but sometimes you know in those moments where you're on the road and it's just you right you know what i'm saying you can look to the left to the right a little bit right and you'll actually see things that you probably wouldn't have seen. In life, when you're traveling on this road of life, appreciate the process. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate seeing the trees. Appreciate looking at that building. Whatever the trees may represent, you know, that, that late night that you stayed up trying to make this project come together, right? The, the, the buildings, uh, they may represent the money that you're putting towards in order to make your dream a reality, right? And, and the road. I mean, that represents the ups and downs that it took for you to get to that destination. Appreciate the process. And sometimes those roads, they can be from, I don't know, a block, you know, you driving a half a mile. And then some of those roads can be Interstate 20 from, you know, from what? <laughs> Columbia, South Carolina to Atlanta, where it's just five hours of just straight, straight road, right? No turns, no nothing, right? You on that road for 200 plus, right? Until you get to that destination. But it's about appreciating that destination, right? It's about appreciating the, the ride. You know, I didn't think about that. Like, I, I, I tell people all the time, like, my broadcasting dream started in a closet, right? In my apartment in Dallas, Texas. When I started doing the podcast with these two gentlemen, I was sitting in a closet on my phone talking, you know, like on this blogtalkradio.com uh, platform. And I'm in my closet because I'm trying to make sure that there's no echo 
and the, and the, the clothes that I hung up and all the boxes up in there were drowning out the noise. That's how I started. I didn't think about at that time, uh, you know, 10 plus years later, I would be working in radio. I would be, you know, making management decisions in radio. I didn't think that because, you know, but the only thing I'm thinking about is like, man, I need to get up out of here. But I wasn't appreciating the process. All of the failed projects I've done. Right. You know, all of the different all the different podcasts that I started that wasn't really unapologetically me. I think about those from time to time and I appreciate the process. I think about how I went from there to actually being where I'm at right now. And I'm not saying that I'm a, you know, a a sensation or nothing. I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying is I'm not in that closet anymore. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not on that phone trying to drown out the noise. And Hey, you might be in that closet. You might be in that closet trying to make sure that no, uh, none of the outside noise uh, comes in, making sure that there's no echo because you got high ceilings. You're probably at that point, but appreciate that process, man, because you know that you're not going to be in there forever. Whatever situation that you're going through, you may be in a closet of life. Just know that you're not going to be in that situation forever. If you stay true to yourself, if you stay true to yourself and you show love to those people that, that support you, you show love to individuals and be kind to them. I mean, those that good fortune is going to come back on you. So you have to ask yourself, like, you know, are you going to appreciate the drive? Are you going to appreciate the scenery while you're getting to your destination? Or are you going to take, you know, try to take this, the shortcut, right? You know, are you going to do that? I mean, at the end of the day, just make sure what you're doing, you're making sure you have a lot of love for yourself, you know, and, and, and trust the process and know that your day is actually coming. So for all my people out there that's dealing with that, just know. Just know your time is coming. Your time is coming, man. (laughs) Whatever it may be, your time is coming. But thank you so much for checking out the Therapy Couch Podcast. Really do appreciate it. Uh, Be sure to follow me on Twitter at TJAYJones8. And you can check out Therapy Couch uh, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Anchor FM. Like you can you can check it out on all those platforms. Okay. And this is uh the State of the Saints Podcast Network, where you can get podcasts like the Therapy Couch Podcast if you're into sports. So we talk uh NFL and we talk New Orleans Saints uh, for all my Saints fans out there. I'm a native of New Orleans, so hey, I know we had a bad season, <laughs> but uh look, I'm still gonna support my squad. All right, still gonna support my squad. Uh much love to everybody that checked out this podcast. We got plenty more coming up. Uh, Keep it locked right here. This is Therapy Couch Podcast. Till next time, be happy and be healthy.